We are glad to be here tonight. Appreciate everybody coming out. Cold, kind of windy evening, but uh, it's a good night to be in the Lord's house. I was sitting there talking with Dave, and uh, we were kind of reminiscing about this morning's service. And I appreciated him opening up, and he said, you know, about a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to have done that. He was sick and had a lot of health problems, we all remember. But, uh, it's, it's easy to count our blessings. It's, uh, if you having one of them days, and I have them sometimes where I'm giving it one of them oh me, oh my days, if you just start trying to think about all the blessings that we've got, boy, it don't take too long and it'll turn your, uh, turn your way of looking at things around, so it's good to be here, appreciate everybody for being here, if you would stand, Brother Roy, would you open us in prayer tonight?
Page 12. Page 
this time we'll have the choir come down and we'll turn it back over to Brother Glenn. Appreciate the good choir singing. We'll ask everybody to stand. <clears throat> if we have any visitors, we hope you feel uh, welcome tonight. Again, we appreciate everybody for being here. We wonder at this time who has an unspoken request. And for all those, does anyone have a spoken request on your heart? COVID, flu, colds, just a variety of things. Remember everybody that's, that's not able to be here. Anyone else? All right, let's remember this service. I appreciate, appreciate these young preachers. Appreciate them being willing. I went and asked all four of them about a, a weekend, and they all four told me, yeah. Then on short notice, I had to call Neil and switch on him when we were in Tulsa. But he said, yep, I'll, I'll you know, short notice, it was the night before, but I'll do my best. And appreciate Lee this morning. Jordan is supposed to take care of things next Sunday and then Cooper on the 22nd. So I appreciate all these young men. Need to pray for them and lift them up. It's a, it's a big job and it's not an easy job but they're all doing it, doing well at it and I appreciate them. Anyone else before we pray? Remember this service. Ask Billy over here if he would to lead us in prayer. wonder at this time someone has a song on your heart. 
we've got Joe's here, so I know Taylor and Billy and David probably want to sing since Joe's here to play for them. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I would like to hear Taylor and Joe and Billy and David sing if they feel like it. I sure enjoy hearing the fellas sing, if you got one. I can make a request. <laughs> They're just sitting there. Taylor knows what I'm going to request. I'd love to hear you sing Forever Changed if, if you feel like that. All right. I love this song. It just it speaks to me every time they sing it. So appreciate these fellas. I really do. Uh, uh, the Lord's blessed them. And let's pray for them while they sing. Forever change. 
raging flood. Oh, I heard about a mansion he has built for me in glory. And I heard about the streets of gold beyond the crystal sea. About the angels singing and the old redemption story. And some sweet day I'll sing up there the song of victory. Oh, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he brought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing blood. Appreciate that song. Anyone else? Put a song on your heart. All right, let's be much in prayer. I was thinking today, Becky and I, after church, we went and got a bite to eat, and we went over to Ada. I was thinking today, I don't think I've ever heard anyone else other than H.L. sing it, but he used to sing a song, There is one and only one that will do. And Jesus is the one who died for you. And if you don't know that one tonight, I hope uh, that you get an opportunity and I hope you accept it. So, Brother Lee, come right on. Pray for Like I say, we're glad to be back tonight and thankful that there's victory in Jesus and, you know, he gave me the victory and I appreciate that song and, and that's probably one of my favorites too is the Forever Changed. You know, when they get up and sing that song, that's about my life story right there. You know, what God's done for me and, uh, you know, he forever changed me and nobody can take that away. That's the best part about it, you know, no matter what, what this life gives me, you know, people can't take away what Jesus done for me. You know, I can uh, go broke and lose my house, lose my car, lose everything that I got, but you can't take my salvation away. And, you know, it makes you wonder and think about the story of Job a lot of times when, you know, he lost everything that he had. But, you know, he said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And you know, that's the best thing I can say is blessed be the name of the Lord because how good he's been to me. So you pray. I don't know if we have preached much and we're willing to try. And we was trying to read and figure where we needed to go and wasn't really getting much of anything. And, you know, like, you know, like I say, you know, I, I try. And if we don't get nowhere, we wrap it up and take our seat. But uh, we try to read a little bit in the Second Timothy and we're starting the first chapter. And give you a second to get there. And but you pray for us, and you know we're willing to 
try to stand for the Lord and you know if there's nothing else I can say I can say how good he's been to me and what he's done for me and um, I'm, I'm just thankful and that I'm saved and if you're here in loss you can have the same opportunity that I had and you know if you're not living living for the Lord fully you know you can live for the Lord fully too you know and uh, and then I say it all the time I know I fall short but that's that's what life is you know I'm, I'm thankful that the Bible doesn't just show all the positive ways that people lived you know there's still some things in here David was a man after God's own heart but he did wrong you know Moses he did wrong you know I'm thankful that this don't just show that everything has to be perfect because we're not perfect you know and if we were perfect God wouldn't have had to send a son but I'm thankful that there's stories in here that help me out in my life show me how to walk show me how to try to talk show me how to live so you pray and it says uh, this is uh, Paul writing to Timothy and he said in chapter 1 here, Second Timothy chapter 1, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by putting on my hands. He said, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And Timothy, and he's telling him, he said, Paul telling him, he said, Be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. He said, But is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and have brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For the which cause I also suffer these things, nevertheless, he said, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him that day. And he said, Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. And you pray for us, and the Lord allow us to get anywhere we, we're thankful for what he's done for me. And, you know, but I'm thinking about what Paul is trying to tell Timothy here. He's telling him, you know, basically, you know, to press on, you know, to press on here. He's saying, you know, that, you know, things are going to happen, you know, and if you get into the next chapter or two, it talks about how, you know, false gods and, all this is going to happen and people's going to try to persuade you. But he's sitting here trying to tell him to, you know, be ready. He said, I'm praying for you, you know. And I think a lot about Terry and even today after our message, you know, he sends a message and says, good job. Terry's praying for us, you know. Even though he's not here, he's praying for us. And when I think about Paul here, he's telling him, you know, basically to get ready. You know, these things are going to happen. And he says, uh, 
You know, he said, for God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. And it said, who has saved us? And he said, not to our works, but according to his purpose and grace. And, you know, I think about over here in Hebrews, it says, uh, wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with such a great cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which just so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that's set in before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, uh, that's what I have to look forward to. You know, Jesus has gave me the hope that, you know, and you think about a race as it's coming and, you know, we're all in this together. You know, we're all basically running a race for God. We're trying to do his job. And if you think about a long marathon, I don't even know if it's called a marathon race or what it's called. I just know it's called a race. And, you know, they're sitting there and the next person's getting ready. And as they're getting ready and that person's coming, running, getting ready to finish their part, uh, the other person's already starting to run as he's grabbing that baton to get ready and he takes off, you know. So you think about all the people here in life, you know, and that's came up through Lima Missionary Baptist Church, you know, they already started the race for us, you know. They, and now it's our job to keep it going. And the Bible says, you know, as it sits here and goes on, he's saying, you know, to get ready and try to live for God. And, you know, I think about Paul because Paul is probably one of my most favorite people in the Bible. And, you know, I can kind of relate to Paul because why it said that, you know, Paul, he was a Pharisee, Sadducee. He was a scribe. He was, you know, Paul was living his normal life by the religion that he was brought up in. And it said that Paul was persecuting the church, you know, and Paul was out to slay and to kill the people that were trying to live for God because he was trying to stop it. And it said that, you know, as he was journeying on his way to Damascus, the Bible says a great light shone round about him. And, you know, when I think about my life sometimes, uh, that's what was happening with me. You know, I was just going about my normal business. And one day I came to church and a great light shone round about me. And the Lord showed me that I was lost and that I needed to be saved. And, you know, when you can relate to somebody in the Bible, uh, it gives you a whole new aspect of life. And it goes and shows that how that part can be entered into my life. And I'm thankful that God allows the Bible to be entered into my life. But how do you do that? You see, you got to go about wanting to read. And, and like I said, I told you this morning, you know, I want to go this whole year and try to read every day. And I'm not just saying that to say it, but I'm meaning it out of my heart to God. That's what I want to do. And uh, but as it sits here and says, you know, as I can relate to Paul, you know, he said that light came round about him and the Lord showed him that he was lost and then his life was changed. And, you know, and I'm and when I can see that my life's changed, I got me and Paul's got something in common, you know, and if you're here and you're saved and you and Paul's also got something in common, you know, your life was changed. But he's sitting here telling him, you know, that now you have to live for it, you know, and as I talked about it this morning, there's a scripture where Paul says, you know, he said, I'd love to go to the next part. I'd love to go over to heaven. But he said, well, I'm here. There's a job to be done. So Paul's sitting here telling him, you know, he's like, hey, you know, things are going to happen. But he said, I'm praying for you. You know, I'm thankful that we got people that praise for us. As I'm up here standing, I know there's people out there that's praying for me, you know. And I'm thankful that God gives me that assurity. And as I go on and I think about... You know, I sat there and talked about the race that's running, and, you know, you talk about it. It said, let us lay aside every weight and sin that, so, that does so easily beset us. And I think about things in life sometimes that gets in my way and so easily besets me. 
You know, uh, if I can get going at night and by the time I get off of work and we get home and first thing we want to do is probably get a shower and then about eat dinner and then go sit down and watch TV. You know, so that's what happens in my life. And then, you know, next thing you know, I'm like, I know I should go read my Bible. And, you know, I, well, I got to watch this last quarter. You know, my team's coming back or this is happening. You know, that's what we do. Well, then the time's already getting by. Time's getting by. Well, now it's about bedtime. Okay, so then the bedtime comes and it's like, now I know I didn't read my Bible. Well, let's just wait till tomorrow, you know. First thing in the morning I'm going to do, I'm going to set my alarm clock about a half hour early. And I'm going to get up and read. Now I'm going to hit the snooze button or something. But that's, that's what Lee DeWitt does, you know, and that's what happens in life, you know. We let the weight of sin easily beset us, you know. We let it beset us, and then who just won? The devil just won. He just got us, you know. So then you go on to about the next day, and it's like, well, then I guess, uh, you know, I'll I read my Bible tonight. I didn't make it this morning. I'll read my Bible tonight. Well, then about time comes again, get home, we eat our dinner, take a shower and everything. We might not even watch TV. It might already be late. We might have to go to a ball game. Get home. Well, man, it's about 930. I got to get up again. Don't read my Bible. But that's how easy sin can get in our lives and very easily beset us, you know. So, but I'm thankful, you know, for the ones, if you go back from 12th chapter of Hebrews, you go back into the 11th chapter where it talks about the faith chapter. I'm thankful for the ones who stood and gave me an opportunity, you know. But now it's my job to stand and give somebody else an opportunity. And if you're here, it's your job to take your stand and give somebody an opportunity because this don't just happen on its own. You know, we have to, this is all of us together. We're in a race and we're doing this together. And I can't get up here and try to preach if I'm not getting any prayers. And, you know, the singers ain't going to sing anywhere if they're not getting any prayers. And if we don't have any singers to sing, we're not going to have any songs. But I'm thankful for what God has done in my life, and he's gave me that opportunity, and now I have a job to do. So what is he saying? He's sitting here telling him, he's like, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, but not according to our works, but according to his purpose. You know, this ain't for me that I'm doing this for. It's for God that I'm doing it for. You know, sometimes we might get somebody say you did a good job. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful when you're told that. We should give people praise. You know, there was my mom's old pastor. Uh, he used to say, I'd rather put flowers on the living than flowers on the dead. You know, you need to tell people when they're doing good because it gives them that little bit of boost. You know, hey, I'm glad you're coming to church today. Don't take it as something negative because you might not have been here for a month. You know, take it as with gratitude. Be thankful that somebody notices you. You know, we, we told our kids, you know, there was somebody that uh, always wants to go give them a hug and say, hey, how you doing? And they're like, I don't know why they always come. Be glad that they're noticing you. Be glad that they see you. Be thankful, you know, that somebody out there is seeing you. Be thankful when you come and everybody, because we love you. You know, we're all in this together and we need each and every person that we have. You know, so that's a little message that we had and really don't feel like giving an invitation or anything, but I'm thankful for what God has done in my life. And he's sitting there, and Paul's telling Timothy, you know, basically don't give up, you know. 
It seems like we're living in a rough world right now. Don't give up. You know, it'd be very easy. We've said it for now, what, it's been two years. We've been see, saying how easy it would be not to come to church. How easy it would be not to do this. And it can very easily go unnoticed because we can use COVID. We can use a bunch of different things in our life. And we can get away with it, you know. But let God in your life and let, use God and let, be, let God be your crutch. You know, if God's your crutch... I promise you, you're going to walk a, a good walk. So that's our little message. I don't know if anybody has anything on their heart or song or testimony. I'm thankful for what the Lord's done for me. He's, he's good to us. He is. Nobody else has anything. We ask everybody to stand. Blaine, you got any announcements? Okay. Let the deacons get back. Billy Ray, if you dismiss us in prayer.